From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Police in Toledo are investigating after the body of a woman was found yesterday afternoon on the property of the former Wernert Elementary School on the city's west side. The cause of death and identity of the woman are unknown. A Columbus firefighter was injured last night battling a house fire in the city's North Linden neighborhood. ONN's Carly Dion reports. Several firefighters climbed onto that roof as they worked to extinguish it, which is when one of them slipped and fell. Columbus Division of Fire Battalion Chief Jeff Getter says he was taken to Grant Medical Center and his condition is described as stable. He slipped on what appeared to be not a completely shingled roof at this time, slipped and fell hit another house and then fell to the ground. So it was quite a fall from a two-story building. There were no additional injuries reported. Carly Dion in North Linden. In Northeast Ohio, crews in Lordstown spent most of yesterday monitoring the aftermath of a fire at a dairy farm. Due to concerns, it may reignite. ONN's Colin Dorsey has more with Lordstown Fire Chief Travis Eastham. Firefighters say the cows at the farm were able to get out of the burning building before crews arrived. The department rescued four pigs. They say it was a challenge fighting the fire because the water they used to put it out turned to ice on the ground. It was very difficult. We had problems getting hydrants open. We got them thawed and we ended up getting a good water supply and we never lost water throughout the fire, but it, it was a challenge getting water in the beginning. And the department also says firefighters were able to put out the fire and keep it from spreading, and that cause of the fire is still under investigation. I'm Colin Dorsey. The Coast Guard, the Put-in-Bay Fire Department, and the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office responded late yesterday morning when 20 people who were ice fishing on Lake Erie became stranded on an ice floe just offshore near Port Clinton. Matt Kubacki was one of those rescued. We got out there, got set up, you know, we got a few fish on the ice, and then the wind started picking up, which we knew that it was a possibility today. That's also why we brought our airboat. But um, when the crack, ice cracked, you can, it's one of those feelings, and you're sitting on the ice, and you do feel it. You know, you'll feel it in your seat, and the water will bu- bubble up in your holes. But when it cracked, we decided to just check it out and see what was going on. And it started to push. The Coast Guard says the warmer weather moving in this week is putting an end to ice fishing on the lake. A man accused of entering the country illegally has been indicted by a grand jury on more than 300 charges related to a gift card counterfeiting scheme in Coshocton County. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. Ming Su faces 308 charges of counterfeiting and one count of engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity. The indictment claims he stole unloaded gift cards, altered them, and put them back on display racks. When someone bought those altered gift cards, they stole the cash placed on the cards. He was arrested back in December. Deputies found hundreds of gift cards in his vehicle. Today, he's expected to be arraigned. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The Cleveland-Akron area ranked fourth on pest control company Orkin's top 50 bedbug cities list. The list ranks cities based on the number of new bedbug services conducted over the last year. Chicago came in first, followed by New York and Philadelphia. Five school buses suddenly stopped running yesterday morning in the Benton-Carroll-Salem local school district in Oak Harbor, about 30 miles southeast of Toledo, prompting the district to post on Facebook. More from ONN's Jeff Smith. Officials believe it was caused by bad fuel. In the post, the superintendent said, quote, Our first concern was making sure that your child was safe. We did not want the students who had been picked up sitting on a cold bus. The district worked on doubling up routes to pick up the kids, but also asked parents to pitch in. The buses ran as planned. 
when school was dismissed. I'm Jeff Smith. Bernie Moreno, Frank LaRose, and Matt Dolan, the three Republicans running to win Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown's seat, debated in Cleveland last night. They declined to say anything critical of former President Donald Trump, who has endorsed Moreno. On abortion, all three candidates said they see a role for the federal government in setting a limit. They said Ohio's Issue 1, which passed in November with 57 percent of the vote, was too extreme. The primary is March 19th. Speaking of Ohio's primary election, time is running out to register to vote in it. ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus explains. There is a reminder for you. It's less than a month to make sure you are registered to vote for Ohio's March primary. You can register online with the Secretary of State's office. You do need to have your license or a state ID, your name, birthday address, and the last four digits of your social security number. The deadline to register is February 20th. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the hottest team in the NBA right now. Despite two starters hurt and not playing, the Cavs have won eight straight and are just three games behind Milwaukee in the Central Division. They play them tomorrow and Friday. And in Southeast Ohio, after being closed for two years, a pencil sharpener museum in Logan is reopening. ONN's Brett Wharf reports. It's the Reverend Paul A. Johnson Pencil Sharpener Museum. It started on a family property but was later moved to the Hocking Hills Welcome Center before closing in 2022. A rebuilding project began and a donation from a Florida family provided more than 1,000 additional sharpeners. This put the numbers at the museum to more than 5,000 sharpeners, said to be the largest collection in the United States. Sharpeners date back to the 1800s, and no duplicates are in the museum. The Hocking Hills Tourism Association is said to be managing the collection. Brett Worf, ONN News, Southeast Ohio. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus, for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.